Hi everyone, welcome to episode two of She Can STEM. Today I am here with Ms. Jane Vista. She is a senior biochemistry major at the University of South Carolina, applying to medical school this summer. She was awarded the American Chemical Society Division of Organic Chemistry Award for her research, and she just received grant funding for it. Jane is on the executive board for her pre-medical fraternity, which is a co-ed organization that helps students find opportunities to become competitive medical school applicants. Hi, Jane. Thank you so much for joining me today. <laughs> thank you so much for having me. So could you tell us a little bit about what sparked your interest in the medical field? It all started back in high school. My senior year, I took an honors anatomy course, and I really loved the dissections. I loved learning about the human body. And one day we were, uh, we were cutting open a cow eye, and my teacher, she just walked up to me and she was like, you're having a lot of fun with this. And I was like, oh yeah, this information is just so cool. Like, this is my own body. I'm learning about it. And she said, well, you would really love medicine. And at the time, nobody had really said that to me. I was so, I was doing so much ballet at the time. People kind of just focused on that part of me. Uh, this was one of the first times I ever had a teacher take an interest in me as a scientist instead of as a dancer. So that was really interesting. And then I had an AP biology teacher who at the end of the year at graduation, I told her, I was like, I think I'm going to switch my major because at the time I applied as a dance major. Uh, and I was telling her, I think I'm going to switch to a science. And she looked me dead in the eyes and she said, you are not a dancer. You are a scientist. Uh, and that was it for me. By then I knew I was going to be a STEM major. Oh, okay. So after you chose to pursue um, biology and biochemistry, um, was there anything that discouraged you or held you back uh, due to your gender or due to anything? Um, I would say in, what held me back in high school was like, obviously people focused on me just as a dancer and growing up people mostly they were like oh you're just such a pretty girl you're just such a good dancer um it wasn't until I was kind of thinking about this interview that we're gonna have I realized when I was a kid nobody told me you're a smart girl you're a capable girl um they just thought like oh you're just such a pretty girl so I didn't realize until now that that had a strong effect on me and then in college I would say the most discouraging part would be I had to get over my pride. I had to learn how to ask for help and not fear being judged. That fear that if I ask for help, they're going to be like, oh, this is just, you know, a girl trying to be good at science. She doesn't know what she's doing. Um, I had to get over that fear and I realized that there is a huge network of people that want you to succeed. Uh, it's, not, it's not a world full of people who are trying to bring you down, which was really reassuring. No, I agree. I think a lot of people treat pretty girl and smart girls as antonyms, which they should not. They should not. <laughs> um, so in your school, were there other girls with similar interests to you or were you kind of like an odd one out? I, coming into college, I had a girl who was almost exactly like me. She also had a background in dance. We met each other at orientation um, and we were thinking of switching into the same major. Well, she applied as a the same major, uh, but I was thinking of switching into her major. Uh, and we really connected. And then I saw her later at sorority recruitment. And then she ended up becoming my sorority sister. So we've stayed close throughout college, which is really awesome. And then my sorority was also full of girls who are in different STEM fields, which is interesting because then you get to learn about, well, what draws them to environmental science or some kind of engineering or math. Um, and you learn about different career opportunities through them. So it was good having that network of strong women the, to eat my food with and to go to class with. Uh, that's where I found the most girls who had the same interest with me. Um, do you think that finding other girls in STEM also built your confidence towards your work? 
or? Oh, definitely. Um, I mean, currently in my research, most of the graduate students in my lab are women. Uh, and I work under a female graduate student and we all work under a female professor. So having that empowerment in our lab um, just makes it more comfortable. I'm, I feel better if I have to ask a question or if I don't understand something. Or if I discover something, I don't, I don't feel like anybody's gonna try to discredit me because I'm a woman. Um, it's definitely just more comfortable. You can breathe a little bit easier. No, I definitely agree. Mm -hmm. um, so for girls who are at the elementary and middle school level who are considering to go into STEM or are fearing going into STEM, um, what advice would you give? Um, so directly to them, I would say that, I mean, you know it in your gut if you love it and if it's interesting to you. It's that feeling like, oh, I just have to know more. It's the things that you go home and you ask your parents more about. You know, you sit at the dinner table and you say, I learned about this in school today. Like, what do you know about it? Is, what, is, what's, what else is there to know about it? It's those things that you want to learn more about. And if for you that's STEM, then uh, I think just kind of going a little larger, I think we need a network of teachers who encourage that and who not only tell you, you know, like this is something you should pursue, but making science not scary, making math and things like that just not so scary. It's not scary. Yeah, it's, you know, you have to speak a little bit of a different language when you're learning it or when you're teaching it. But for the most part, this stuff is really learnable and really interesting. It's directly applied to your real life. So when you kind of reframe science and math in that, way uh it's so much more interesting to kids especially now that kids are having such a large interaction with technology if you start to talk to them about well this is how you make all the apps that are on your ipad uh they just fall in love with it so you know i feel like it needs to come from both ends uh it needs to come from kids chasing that interest and teachers fostering it in them that's awesome for sure mm -hmm. um so when you think of female role models in stem what is the first name that comes to mind and who were you inspired by as a kid? As a kid, I was inspired by, I was inspired by um, my teachers because they were these, you know, kind people who took care of me all day, basically. Um, and they were the ones who were teaching me all this interesting stuff. So I looked up to my teachers and even now, uh, one of the first people that I think of when I'm like, oh, who's a big role model for me in STEM? Uh, it was my AP biology teacher. Uh, she really held my hand. She's, she was a huge guide to me in high school. And uh, I would always stay after school and stand with her and talk about things we learned in class that day. Uh, and she really pushed me to like go home and learn more about it if I had a strong interest. So yeah, the teachers were, are, really, are really the role models that come to my mind. That's awesome. Um, what about your family? How, what were their feelings towards you entering the STEM field? Very, very encouraging. Um, my mother studied economics at an Ivy League school, so she knows what it's like uh, to sit in a math class and really feel like you're the odd one out. Um, and my dad, my dad grew up in a neighborhood. A lot of his friends, a lot of the girls that were his neighbors were very spoiled and they didn't they came out of school like not knowing how to do laundry, not knowing how to take care of themselves. My dad always encouraged me. He's like, you are going to know how to take care of yourself and you're going to get a job where you can support yourself and you're not going to depend on other people. Um, so that was interesting to have a dad that was so encouraging of my career. Um, and then my sister is actually a STEM woman. She went into technology. She graduated with a degree in computer science. And a lot of my female cousins 
are in various STEM fields. The one that's closest to my age is in electrical engineering. And she's always, I remember she's a year ahead of me in school. So when she went to college, she was telling me about how many men are in her classes in electrical engineering. It's a very male dominated field. Um, and she gave me some advice for how to navigate very male heavy classrooms uh, and how to feel comfortable in there. So without her, I would really be lost. That's awesome. Would you mind sharing some of that advice that she gave? Oh yeah. Um, the best advice she gave me is, man, make friends with the ones that you can. A lot of people are going to tell you that they're all piled against you. And some of them are going to throw you some side eye. And some of them are going to kind of laugh at you if you answer a question incorrectly. But for the most part, if you just turn to the guy next to you and you introduce yourself or, you know, you crack a joke at the end of class, that guy's going to want to probably be friends with you. You know, making alliances, uh, just build a stronger network, kind of tearing down that feeling of it has to be us versus them. Uh, you shouldn't be competing with these guys. Uh, you should be helping them and allowing them to help you, you know. Uh, I was in a group project with two guys in my biochemistry class. Um, and I remember that they were just incredibly helpful. They brought a lot of resources to the table from their areas of research that they had been in. And I brought a lot of areas, I brought a lot of things to the table myself. Um, uh, something that I ended up doing that I tell a lot of young women to do when they come to college around your sophomore your junior year those classrooms are going to start to get smaller um, and you'll have maybe 30 40 people in a classroom uh, and if you really if you really do feel like you're going to be judged and like there are odds stacked against you the best thing you can do is to answer a question correctly within the first two weeks this might take a little extra work outside the classroom. You might have to read ahead a little bit, so you may already know the answer ahead of time. But doing that kind of establishes a little bit of dominance. And it says, like, I deserve to be here. I know what's going on. I can learn this stuff just as well as you can. Um, and then that kind of works to just right away nip it in the bud and make sure that you kind of demand that respect from your male colleagues. So you do have to be a little more outgoing and a little more aggressive to kind of meet them where they are. but once you kind of get that respect from them, it's super easy to become friends. And a lot of these guys are really funny and really, uh, really interesting to talk to. A lot of them come from like the craziest backgrounds. I have a friend who he's graduating at the age of 27 with a biochemistry degree. Uh, and he's gonna go into research about uh, mushrooms and fungi. Uh, so it was really cool finally meeting him, interacting with him. So some of these guys are really great. Some of them aren't, but you kind of have to just throw the ones that aren't in the bin and just forget about them. <laughs> For sure, yeah. Um, if you had to make any interventions at the elementary and middle school, even high school level, to encourage more girls to enter STEM fields, what would they be? Uh, more after school programs, more summer programs. Uh, my sister went to a women's engineering and coding camp when she was in high school. And when that happened, I mean, it was over for her. She knew she was going to be a STEM woman and she knew that she could do it. So encouraging girls to go it to like partake in those like fun summer camps and coding intensives and things like that, that uh, kind of give them a vision of what the future is like if they stay on this path. Because the path along the way can be really discouraging. But if you keep your eye at the end of the tunnel, uh, it can really do a lot to get you through the tough times. For sure, yeah. Um, okay, so I think we can wrap up there. Do you have any final messages for listeners? Uh, just know that you can do it. People have done it before. People graduate college with degrees every year. People go to graduate school every year. People publish papers every year. And even if you're the first one to do something, other people have been the first two. That's something that really 
keeps me calm when things get stressful is somebody's done this before. So what's keeping me from doing it too, you know? For sure. I love that. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for joining me, Miss Vista. This, it was so nice to have you. Um, it was really nice meeting you too. <laughs>